What is up guys and welcome to episode 4 of the Bits, Bites and Body Slams podcast. Now again, this is episode 4. This is our first ever pay-per-view podcast. What does that mean? Well, that basically means I have two different segments that I'll be talking about in today's video and <laughs> I just realized how terribly this all printed out if you're watching the video version you can see there's like those lines there look at that like what is happening there printer what are you doing what a pay-per-view podcast means it's gonna be a little bit longer we're gonna have different po- di- uh, different a few different a- a- added segments and we're gonna be talking about the next pay-per-view happening for WWE which is money in the bank but we'll get to that in a second uh first of all this is your podcast for all things wwe and wwe video game related so keep that in mind uh this is both a audio and a video version podcast so if you're watching this podcast and you may want to may want to uh just listen to it or if you listen to the podcast you may want to watch it i will let you guys know where to do all that the podcast should be available in all the places that you listen to your podcast, like iTunes, not Spot, uh, not uh, SoundCloud. I have no idea about Spotify. I don't think Spotify. A lot of the restrictions with these basically happen because of the country that I'm sitting in right now, Sydney, or Australia as a country. Uh, so if anything does happen, that is why. But the video version is always available at youtube.com forward slash Dean B. And this podcast does drop every single Sunday. Uh, that, uh, that's 11 a.m. every Sunday, Sydney time. Again, that's where I am located. That's 9 a.m. in Perth, 7.30 a.m. in New Delhi, 2 a.m. in London, 9 p.m. in New York on the Saturday, and 6 p.m. in L.A. on the Saturday. And let me tell you, this podcast is jam-packed. And speaking of jam, uh, this podcast episode, just like the last few, are brought to you with the help of Jam Zine. I've talked about it before, but epi- uh, episode... Uh, issue one is available right now for your convenience. Go to jamieappsmedia.com or follow the links down below. And you can get all the gossip. You can also go there and just read uh, some of the articles and stuff uh, that are up there for your convenience. Also, you will see that I have a brand new game sitting on my table. Now, in one of the first podcast I, was, I think the first podcast i was talking about a game that i used to play at my cousin's house here it is here it is wwf warzone my cousin uh surprised me with it the other day i had to definitely put it on my table uh i am forever thankful that's so cool that it's sitting there now my collection here is slowly getting bigger i think that's it in terms of uh the rigmarole that i got to talk about before we get into the opening segment, Talking Raw. Talking Raw is always about a topic surrounding the WWE video game, uh, video games as they are. And this week, I'm going to be kind of covering everything, or at least some of the main points that I would like to have changed for 2K19, which is the next video game to be uh, brought out for WWE, the, the next main game. Now, I'm going to kind of go through a few points. I have a, I have a few points here. Some of them 
are more important than others. Some are just things that I want. Some are things that everyone wants. So um, basically, let's get into them. The first things first, loading times, especially for uh, created characters, like uh, uh, creator wrestlers, it's pretty bad. The, the loading times are pretty slow. I would love to see them be made a little bit faster, uh, made a little bit, you know, uh, just a little bit snappier, you know, like when you want to, just say you want to go into a menu, just say if I want to add a different attire for a wrestler, I'd have to go through like four different menus, it will do that weird kind of transition from menu to menu, and then loading screens would just, I just wait too much, I know there's a lot of detail in these games, but I feel like we're coming to almost the end of this current gen cycle, I feel like we can definitely... I think, at least, we should be able to have a better performance. Now, granted, I'm saying this uh, from a player that plays on a PS4, uh, that the, the first model that came out, or one of the first models that came out. I have the um, Darth Vader PS4. So keep that in mind. Maybe the PS4 Pro and the Xbox One X, that they, you know, they're faster. I'm just talking about just me, an average consumer, an average video game player. So that's that. Uh... I would, I would love to see a change come in terms of selecting your your, your wrestler when you're about to get into a match. So, at the moment, it's kind of like a list view. I would love to see it kind of go back to the older style where it was more like a, uh, a fighting game. We had all the faces of the, of the wrestlers. I feel like it's a lot easier to see. Now, obviously, with the amount of wrestlers we have now, that would be a little bit harder to have them all on screen. But you could have them in different categories like current superstars, uh... Uh, female wrestlers, uh, you know, uh, Hall of Famer, stuff like that. So you can have them in different, you know, DLC, creative wrestlers. So you can have more in their own categories, press L1 and R1, and then go through them and have them just laid, laid out a little bit uh, easier to to see. I think, I personally think they'll be, you know, a lot easier, especially when you have like eight wrestlers on the screen at one time, you, your bars are down, they're slimmed down. And it's, I find it a little bit... <laughs> confronting a little bit weird to kind of look at it all i'll just like that um selecting you know selecting superstar to be a little bit easier um next point is hashtag bring back gm mode that's i'm pretty sure that's like the, one of the most requested things i've seen throughout the internet i was on reddit uh today actually looking inside because i had to you know record this earlier in the week than what you're watching this uh so i was kind of filling these parts out and yeah i went to reddit and one of the main things was gm mode uh, for things like creating an arena, uh, I've I've been enjoying with like what 2K are doing. I want to you know acknowledge the the things that they are doing right, which that is one of them. I would like to see a couple of things be, being added. You know, like uh, being able to add little uh, pieces and objects and whatnot uh, more more freely around. But that's a little detail there. Uh, now I wrote down smoother gameplay in terms of weapons. What I basically mean is there'll be a match where. I'll hit someone with a kendo stick, I'll put the kendo stick down, and then I will, like, Irish whip them to the ropes, and then they'll hit that kendo stick, and that kendo stick will go into the nosebleeders, like, that kendo stick will go flying, and, like, it's just very unrealistic, like, the stairs, I'll bring the stool stairs, stool, uh, stairs in, and they'll hit the ramp, like, how does that happen? I, I know it's, it's all the physics in the, in the game and stuff, but I feel like it could be worked on a little bit for 2K19, uh, one thing that I really want, like I'm, I'm dying for, is better commentary. And the commentary is good. Like it's, it's, it, it is sort of like WWE. I just want more, just more back and forth talking between the between the uh, 
commentators. Like, I, if you play FIFA, you play NBA, they talk to each other. You play damn NBA, here comes, like, Kevin Garnett to, like, guest commentate. That is really damn cool. They put effort in. And the funny thing is, they're both 2K games. Like, it's not like, you know, like, one game's an EA game, one game's a, a 2K game. They're both 2K games. If NBA can do it, why can't WWE? Why can't we have guest commentators in WWE? That would be freaking awesome don't even have the whole roster that'd be crazy have you know uh like tag team partners of the people in the ring and when you select them as a uh as a manager have them not just stand around the ring like you know looking at the, the sky have them sit down at the commentary table near the end of the match if if the opponent hits a finisher get them to jump out of the commentary table get them to run into the ring or run up to the apron how cool would that be right right as well as that, uh, like if you look at games like FIFA 18 or NBA 2K, they both do a thing where if the commentators are in the middle of a sentence, so just say they're talking about, you know, the, the, the history of a superstar, and I'm bringing it back to WWE now, and then they, you know, someone hits a finisher, they should be able to talk about the, that superstar, interrupt themselves, talk about the finisher that just happened. If it's a two count, say it's a two count, and just say, oh, going back to what I was saying before, and continue back from where they were up to. I want that more consistency with the commentators. Like sometimes they cut themselves off, and it's just it's just it's just a whole rigmarole of a uh, unnecessariness. Uh, universe mode obviously needs work, and let's just be honest. Just uh, you know, pair it with a GMO type thing, and everyone will be happy. Uh, the other thing is is titles. Now we've we've gotten better through the years. Like we used to have years where Big Show would put the title around his waist, and the whole title would be stretched. Obviously, it doesn't happen anymore. They can put on their on their shoulders, but even on the shoulders, the title's about 30 centimeters away from them, like, it's kind of weirdly floating there, I feel like that can be done a lot better, especially, like, if you look at other games, look at games like God of War, uh, like, with the hammer, the hammer can be thrown and brought back, I know it's a little bit different, but there's just, there's other game examples out there where they do it a lot better, in my opinion, with that, there's one animation that absolutely kills me, it's a uh, celebration animation, where if you're, on the video version of the podcast, this is what it is. I'm looking around for my titles. I think they're in the, the way. But they basically hold the title from underneath. Like, they, they hold it from, like, the nameplate. Or where the, where the nameplate should be in some of the titles. And they hold it up. And they, they, they celebrate like that. No one... I haven't seen anyone celebrate like that since, like, 1940. Like, back when, like, it was in black and white. And, and wrestlers, like, held the titles up like that. Like, it doesn't happen anymore. They either hide, hold up with two hands. You know, like... uh you know, just old school style, just, just spreading across, I hold up with one hand, freaking do the rock flip over the shoulder, just do something different, that, that animation absolutely, absolutely kills me, now they're just some of the main points that I have, that I want to be, that I want changed in, uh, in terms of 2K19, if you have any for yourself, if you have any that you're thinking about, uh, definitely let me know in the comments if you're on YouTube, or tweet me at that DMB guy, or you can also hit me up my email, uh, bits, bites, body slams at gmail.com. Did you hear that? There's an email. There's an email in my inbox, guys. And I quote, What would a huge increase in relevant traffic mean for your business? If I could greatly increase the amount of customers who are interested in your products and services, wouldn't you be interested? Thank you. Okay, that was a uh, that was a fail attempt at an email. Uh, that was an email I got. Thank you, Sophie. 
for your uh, email. So we're not going to have the real deal Titus O'Neil this week because there's nothing really new in the in the world. I know it's the second week in a row, but there's nothing new from 2K. Plain and simple. There could be something happening in the next couple of days uh, between the day I'm recording this, which is a Wednesday, and Sunday when this is all happening. If that does happen, I'll bring it up next week. No big deal. But with that being said, let's move on to Here Comes the Rumors. Here Comes the Rumors where I take a deep dive into all parts of the internet, including those weird parts that you don't want to be a part of. And I kind of find any rumors, speculations, anything like that happening in terms of the new game, WWE 2K19. It was interesting. Uh, there was a lot of stuff happening. Now, some of this stuff happened before I recorded last week, so I maybe could have mentioned it. Uh, unfortunately, I didn't find it until I looked up 2K19 on Twitter today, and there was a whole Twitter profile uh, at WWE2K Inside. Now, they were tweeting between the 5th and the 7th of June with all of these different rumors, and uh, they had inside knowledge of all different matters. Uh, now, some of the stuff they mentioned, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read it to you guys here. So, they speculated on the return of a GM mode, which everyone wants. They, uh, a first ever time women's My Career mode. Now, the special edition of the game, is, is what they said, will have Ronda Rousey, Rowdy Roddy Piper, and a Piper's Pit interview mode in My Career. Uh, Universe mode will have segments like Miz TV and the highlight reel for your superstars. And there's going to be uh, new match types and even one that's never been never been seen in a WWE game as a part of 2K19. What uh, WWE 2K Inside also tweeted was that was all fake. Every tweet they put out was just, it was basically all a social experiment to see kind of who would uh, talk about the news, who would speculate on the news. And I'm bringing it up today just to, just as a, a... kind of like a warning not everything i I know this is stupid to say out loud not everything you read on the internet is real (laughs) yeah this this person literally said that they just wanted to see how far they could take it how far you could go with these rumors speculations and apparently like a few like uh kind of gaming websites like uh, wrestling related websites posted about it and mentioned them and i mentioned them here just to kind of uh in case you see any of, their, any of their tweets, know that they are all fake. Even in their in, in their bio of their Twitter page, it says "Don't believe what you read on the internet," which is it's it's a smart move. Now, these things that they're mentioning are basically the wants and needs of everyone around the internet right now. Everyone's saying we want like a, a female uh, universe mode, or sorry, a female uh, micro remote. Even though I guarantee you, it won't be as popular as a male mode. I guarantee you that. Uh, now, they're are some weird things like the Piper's Pit and stuff like that and there was a lot of spell mistakes. I don't know if anyone could really even trust it. I would not have trusted if I saw what this person was tweeting. But that's just a little uh, FYI for you. None of the stuff I just mentioned is official at all. And we're going to wait for 2K obviously to come out and give us all the information that we need about 2K19. But now, let's bring out the first pay-per-view segment ever on Bits, Bites, and Body Slams, it is Money in the Bank. I really need new animations. Like, these animations, are, I'm just I'm just grabbing at straws. I, the problem is, I forget. 
I forget to create the animations until after I edit this thing. And by the time I edit, it's too late. But I'll get there eventually. By episode 10, I guarantee you, I have proper animations, all right? Money in the Bank is... This segment is the first many segments. And every segment will have something to do with the name of the next pay-per-view. So this is Money in the Bank. This segment is where I cash in. You get it? You get it? Cash in on the opportunity to create a dream feature to be added into the game. What I'm asking for, I don't think is very hard. What I'm asking for is basically what everyone else is asking for. Give me the perfect balance. Ow, I just hit myself with the microphone. The perfect balance between GM mode and universe mode. Now, I personally really like a lot of the stuff they're doing with universe mode. I enjoy the the uh, creation in terms of rivalries. I enjoy enjoy the run-ins. I enjoy the week-to-week, you know, just uh, customization you're able to create with, with each uh, event. But I, I love GM mode. I love being able to control contracts for my wrestlers. I love being able to control uh, each week properly and get ratings and have that real rivalry between Raw and SmackDown. I think that's so cool. Now, if I could get my own mode, which is a perfect combination of GM mode and universe mode, taking the best of both worlds, mashing together, mushing and, and mashing until it, it, it just comes out perfect, I would absolutely love it. If the Dota really want to keep the universe mode the way it is, their the, the little uh, uh, baby of creation that they have put on the world, that's fine. Imagine this for a second. If you've played uh, like a, a FIFA, you can play a career mode as a player or as a manager for a team. Imagine a career mode where, and this thought is coming off the top of my head right now. I wrote down all about what I've already talked about. Imagine a a career mode where you can tr- control a superstar or a general manager for a show and it be a GM mode from just after WrestleMania bring in your new superstars for that Monday Night Raw that Monday after like that Raw after WrestleMania and go into until WrestleMania hits that next year and see how you go as a GM and then music man be like oh you know you did great and then start over 2k you can have that one for free i'll see you another side of that that was uh money in the bank now we're gonna get to my favorite segment i've ever created on this podcast it's time for wrestling game versus wrestling but wait it's time for wrestling brain versus wrestling game here we go if you didn't know what wrestling brain versus wrestling game is where have you been? We may, we may have missed the first episode of this podcast. Wrestling Game versus Wrestling Brain is where I play my way through a a upcoming pay-per-view through the 2K18 game. I get all of the good stuff. I get every single match played through. Uh, I get the outcome of each match. I'm going to have it playing on screen for any video version podcast, video version listeners, watches. I don't even know what I'm saying. I'm just so excited to get into this. If you are watching this, you will see some gameplay on screen. If you're just listening to this, don't worry. Keep driving. Jeremy, I can see you there. Keep driving along. I'll, I'll try and read out everything. I'm going to read out everything, but I'll try and, and cover what's happening. 
So I'm just actually getting it on my phone as well uh, because I have a few, I have a few things cut off here. I'm a little bit confused. So we're basically going to go through the card. I'm going to read it all out first. It's going to be on screen for any of you uh, video version podcast listeners. And then I'll go through each and every match and talk about who I chose and who the game chose as the winner. So the matches are on screen. I'm going to list them out as they are written down, which may a little bit be, be a little bit out of order. What's on screen, but I'll uh, I'll try and get it as perfect as possible once I read out the predictions. So the first match I have here is for the WWE Championship. It's a last man standing match between AJ Styles, the champion, and Shinsuke Nakamura. Then we have the men's Money in the Bank match, which is. Again, for the men, for both Raw and SmackDown, Samoa Joe versus Kevin Owens versus Bobby Roode versus Braun Strowman versus The Miz versus Rusev versus Finn Balor versus, I think, AJ Styles? Uh, this is where it got a bit weird. No, versus a member of the New Day. What, what's AJ Styles? He's in the... It's all cut off. Versus a member of the New Day. Then we have the women's Money in the Bank match, which is Lana versus Natalia versus Alexa Bliss versus Charlotte versus Ember Moon versus Becky Lynch versus Naomi versus Sasha Banks. Now, when it came to the game that rhymed, I couldn't get uh, Lana to work for the life of me. So I added Bailey in as her replacement. If Bailey won, then I'll make it as Lana won for the women's match, which we'll get to in a second here. Uh, actually, I have what's on screen for you guys, so I can actually read this out properly when it comes to it. So that's cool. Next match, the Raw Women's Championship. Uh, we have Nia Jax, the champion, versus Ronda freaking Rousey. Then SmackDown Women's Championship, we have Carmella, the champion, against Asuka. We have Roman Reigns taking on Jinder Mahal. SmackDown Tag Team Championships, the uh, Bludgeon Brothers, I think that's how you pronounce it. I can't remember. Uh, versus Luke Gallows and Kyle Anderson. It's been a while since I've watched SmackDown. Bobby Lashley versus Sami Zayn. The Intercontinental Championship, Seth Rollins versus Elias. Daniel Bryan taking on Big Cass as well with that being said let's now go through each and every match starting off with one of the biggest matches the men's money in the bank match now this one again i'll go through all the competitors samoa joe taking on kevin owens taking on bobby Roode, taking on braun Strowman, taking on the miz taking on rusev taking on finn bella and taking on a member of the new day we don't know which member of the new day it's going to be i'm pretty sure when i played this through i made it kofi kingston because he has a he has a bit of a uh, a history with ladder matches. Now, if it has been announced already who is going to be in the match, I apologize. I may have missed it. Now, I'm going to show you on screen right now who I chose and who the game chose. And on screen, you can see that I chose for this match The Miz. And the game had Finn Balor winning it, as you can hopefully see on screen. The reason I'm going for The Miz is... I just, I personally really like The Miz, so I chose him. This was a hard one. Out of this many superstars, it's really too hard to pick. I would love to see the New Day win and have that kind of, that clashing of who's going to cash it in and, and maybe like, uh, you know, ruining each other's matches, something like that. It would be pretty cool, pretty funny. Uh, next is Roman Reigns taking on Jinder Mahal. Now this match, some are even saying it's going to be a main event. For Money in the Bank. I didn't even want to see this match. This is a complete write-off. Uh, now for this match. And for myself. And for the game. We both chose Roman Reigns. 
I could also see this going down as a no contest. So if it's a no contest, I'm still going to just give myself the point. The game won't know. So the next match is Daniel Bryan versus Big Cass. I've realized I have uh, made a little boo-boo on the on-screen, which I'll fix up by the time you see it. Uh, but for this match, Big Cass versus Daniel Bryan. It's a, it's a David versus Goliath match. The game, 2K18, had Big Cass winning it pretty easily. I'm going to give it to Daniel Bryan. I mean, he's this is one of his first, if not his first, pay-per-view since coming back. It's definitely gone down as Daniel Bryan. Next, we have the Women's Money in the Bank match. Lana, again, played as Bailey versus Natalia versus Alexa Bliss versus Charlotte versus Ember Moon versus Becky Lynch versus Naomi versus Sasha Banks. This one was a hard one because I can see any of these women winning the match, to be honest. The game gave it to Becky Lynch. I am personally going to give it to Amber Moon. I think she's a bit of an underdog coming into this match. Just because she just, you know, not uh, not too long ago came up from NXT. I can definitely see her winning that match. Now we have the WWE Championship. AJ Styles, Nakamura in a last man standing match. Now, both the game and the brain, myself, chose AJ Styles to retain his championship in this match. We go now to the Raw Women's Championship. Nia Jax versus created Ronda Rousey because she obviously isn't a playable character in 2K18. I'm, I'm sure this time next year she'll be in 2K19 and we can play as the Raw Ronda Rousey. For now, it's whatever I could find on, on the uh, created store. That's what I uh, chose here. I, I this, is, this is an interesting one. The game chose Nia Jax straight out, just completely decimated. I'm choosing this as a no contest, and I don't think I'm alone with saying that. I think I've seen a lot of people kind of online saying, yeah, it's probably going to be a no contest. Something's going to happen. There's no reason for Nia Jax to lose. There's no reason for Ronda Rousey to lose. It's just... That's the easiest way I see I see it happening. Just a no contest. SmackDown Tag Team Championship is next. The Bludgeon Brothers versus Luke Gallows and Kyle Anderson. Obviously, the Bludgeon Brothers going in as the champions. The game saw Gallows and Anderson take out the victory. I personally saw the Bludgeon Brothers retaining their titles. I see kind of no point of them losing. Uh, staying with SmackDown, we go to the SmackDown Women's Championship, Carmella versus Asuka. Now, uh, in on this occasion, the game chose Asuka, and as you can see on screen, if you're watching this, I chose Carmella just because I feel like because Asuka has lost her, her streak, she doesn't need to win every single match. I can see this one uh, just going down as Carmella retaining... Uh, then we have Bobby Lashley versus Sami Zayn. I had to actually download Bobby Lashley as well. Both the game and myself chose Bobby Lashley to uh, win over Sami Zayn. And finally, we have the Intercontinental Championship match. This is between Seth Rollins, the champion, and Elias, the challenger. This one, I was, I was, I'm still contemplating the decision, but I put one down. That's what I'm going to go with. For this match, the game. Gave it to Seth Rollins to retain. And myself, I gave it to Elias to come out on top. New champion. They can see the scores are 0-0 on screen. Next week in the uh, Brain versus the Game, the Wrestling Brain versus Wrestling Game Aftermath, we'll go through and calculate 
uh, who has the most points for this pay-per-view. That was a longer segment. I apologize if that was too long for some of you. If you're not interested in, in, you know, wrestling for some reason. And you're actually watching this for whatever else. I'm going to go into Lay the Smackdown. One of our last segments on today's show. If this is your first time listening to the podcast, Lay the Smackdown is where I take a game mode and I either add to the game, remove it from the game, or change that game mode completely. This week, it's all about customization. I almost stumbled on that word, and I don't know why. It's a pretty simple word to say. Lately, I think since 2K maybe 16 or 17 or sometime in the past few games, the customization has been there, and you're able to customize a lot for your superstars. You're able to customize colors and outfits and all a bunch of, of different of different things uh, for your superstars. Now, that's great. However, the average gamer isn't going to go into the amount of detail and amount of you know menus and and figuring stuff out as they want you to for those different uh, you know customization features. What I want is, I think it was SmackDown vs. Raw 2011, at least that's what I've written down here. SmackDown vs. Raw 2011 had a threads editor, I believe is what it was called. It may have been called something different. And all you could really do with this, and what I really love to do with this, was you could change the colors of the outfits of the superstars. So, for example, you can change Randy Orton's trunks. You could change a gold dust you know, face paint color, his whole outfit. You could change the Big Show's outfit, John Cena, Rey Mysterio, I don't know if I said that already. You name it, you could change it. And that's what I thought was pretty cool. It was a very simple menu process. You had each you know, uh, individual part of the clothing as a part, and you could change that color and that part. And I thought that was really cool. I really enjoyed doing it. I created a bunch of different slots, and I had, you know, like, um, I had uh, outfits called, like, Pink Dust, which was Gold Dust, in mainly pink, I had John Cena in a bunch of different colors. Rey Mysterio was a lot of fun to customize because you can customize like different sizes of his pants and his mask and whatnot. It was it was a lot of fun to do, and I wish that they would bring something this simple back to the WWE games. Like you know, when you have stuff like the entrances, you have both a a simple and a more advanced. A customization for the entrances. Why not have something like that for customizing your superstars? I would love to see, you know, you go in there and sure, you can go in there and you can completely change logos and, and change colors and and threads and, you know, whatnot for the superstars. Whatever you want to change. You can change anything, basically. But I also want to see the ability to just change colors of things. Make a very easy process instead of the, the you know, very detailed going to a bunch of different menus. And and it, it's, for me personally, I think it's a little bit too much. And I would love to, again, see that easier customization being added into the game. With that there'll need to be more customization slots. I'm pretty sure now you only have one alternative. I could be wrong, but that's all I could see when I was uh, looking at the game. I would love to see a few more different customization slots, especially if you bring back the easier customization, because that way, you know, you can have, again, like I can have what I used to have, like pink dust and green dust and blue dust, or for gold dust uh, as different customization uh, ideas. Now, I would also love to see the ability to change if a superstar walks out in a t-shirt i would love to be able to change the t-shirt they're wearing and not only change it for wwe designs uh if 
and if they're unable to add designs from outside of the WWE, I would love to be able to add custom designs. Now, I don't know if you can do this already, because again, I don't want to get too deep in that customization. It's just too much for me. I get way too flustered. But I'd love to, you know, if it was, uh, for example, Randy Orton, he's walking out in a t-shirt, make it the CM Punk, you know, ice cream bar t-shirt. Make it something really cool, something different. I would love to get that far into it. Uh where, again, it's a very simple process, just changing an image in a t-shirt, but it's not as advanced as what we have now, which is, again, keep that. Keep that as an option, but add on top of that this easier customization. That's just my opinion. Let me know what you think of that, again, in the comment section down below on YouTube, or tweet me at that DNB guy. Send me an email, bitsbitesbodyslams at gmail.com. On that note, let's move on to one of the last segments, Strike that. The last segment of today's episode. It's on this day. On this day is where I come to you and I give you all the bigger matches that happened on this day, which, again, it's in the name. All of these matches I found from the uh, Internet Wrestling Database, I believe is what it's called. If anything is wrong, go there. Don't come to me. I'm just using them as a reference. Simple as that. We're going to go from the latest to the earliest in terms of matches. I talk about when they happened, what the match type was, how they won, and if it was for a championship or a stipulation. First up, we have CM Punk defeating Alberto Del Rio via countout uh, for the main event on Raw in 2013. Yes, CM Punk. First time he has been mentioned on the show and maybe not the last. We'll see how these, you know, how these are on these days go. Then we have just a year earlier at the No Way Out pay-per-view. I have two matches on the card. The first one I had to add to add it because how often do you get this match? It was a tuxedo match between Santina Morella and Ricardo Rodriguez. And Santina Morella did come out on top with that match. Now the main event for No Way Out in 2012 was a steel cage match between the Big Show and John freaking Cena. If the if John Cena won, John Laurinaitis would be fired. And guess who won? It was John Cena. John Laurinaitis was fired after that match, uh, which again ended that reign of people power. That that was a ridiculous voice. I apologize. Then we move all the way back until 2002. For the main event of Raw, and I had to do a bit of research for this one because on the uh, the database, Internet Wrestling Database, it says a title changed hands in this match. I believe there was no title that changed hands. This was Brock Lesnar defeating Booker T via pinfall. Again, main event of Raw. What I can see and what I what I researched was this was a King of the Ring match, and this was the quarterfinals of King of the Ring. Again, Brock Lesnar did come out on top. And finally, we move all the way back until 1983. We had a Madison Square Garden show, and this was for the WWF World Heavyweight Championship. Sergeant Slaughter versus Bob Backlund. Sergeant Slaughter did come out on top. However, it was via countout. No title change right there. And guys, that was a surprisingly not that much longer show than usual i think because i didn't have anything to say 
uh, in terms of the real deal Titus O'Neil. And I guess, I don't know, maybe later SmackDown could be a bit longer. Let me know if you wanted these to actually be longer in the comment section below or tweet or email me. You guys know that process. Don't forget, this episode was brought to you with the help of Jam Zine. Always link down below for your convenience. And guys, on that note, hashtag bring back GM mode. And I'm out of here. Uh, make sure you tune in next week, 11 a.m. City time again. Until then, though, keep on body slamming. Peace. <laughs>